This is Pastor Scott Olbert for Spiritual Onion. It's a challenge to find new fun facts about onions for each podcast. So here we go with one that is really out there. Onion Johnny, also called Johnny Onions, was a generic name for any onion seller from Brittany who sold onions door-to-door around the coasts of England, Wales, and Scotland. Such onion sellers were most common in Great Britain from the early to mid-20th century. So there you have it from Scotty Onion. Now on with the show. Four college students are having an incredible time on spring break in Florida. They decide to spend an extra week extending their peak experience. One of the students calls their professor and says, We are stuck in Daytona Beach. We won't be able to make it back in time for exams because we blew a tire on our car and we're having trouble getting it fixed. The professor says, No problem. Your safety comes first. Do what you need to do, and when you get back, you can take your exam. So the four of them live it up for the next week, drinking, partying, having the time of their life. When they get back to college, the professor welcomes them, sits each of them in a different room, and hands them the exam. When they turn over the paper to start writing, they find there is only one question. Which tire? I called their extended party time in Florida a peak experience. Peak experiences were first described by the psychologist Abraham Maslow in 1971 as especially exciting and joyous moments in life involving sudden feelings of intense happiness and well-being, wonder, and awe. They can also involve an awareness of spiritual unity or knowledge of a higher truth. The transfiguration of Jesus is such a peak moment. If you're not familiar with transfiguration, it is an event where someone or something is elevated or made more beautiful. In this case, Jesus' face is transformed and his clothes are as bright as a flash of lightning. When this occurs, Jesus is on a mountain and peak experiences are mountaintop experiences. We're removed from the grind of daily life, taken into a different world, into a higher or advanced way of perceiving reality. It is the holy man meditating alone in a cave on the mountainside, hikers achieving their conquest, standing on the mountaintop gazing at a vast, gorgeous vista. It is skiing or snowboarding down the mountainside on a cold, sunny day in Colorado. It is attending a concert by your favorite band. Peak experiences most often happen in nature or in experiences of great beauty, such as art or music. The disciples Peter, James, and John are on the mountaintop with Jesus. And Peter Peter speaks for everyone who has experienced a peak moment, 
Wow, Jesus, this is fantastic. You are glowing whiter than the Pillsbury Doughboy or Mr. Clean. I need to go get some sunglasses. And Moses and Elijah are with you, so it's kind of like having the Guardians of the Galaxy right here with us. Let's build three shelters so we can stay just like this forever. The peak experience takes us out of the day-to-day and lifts us higher. For a moment, burdens are lifted, anxieties ease, the cloud of depression drifts away, problems fade into the stunning sunset, and peak experiences are necessary. Yet, there is this joyous inflated danger with the peak experience. Like Peter, we can want more of it, and we can want more of it more of the time. A client once explained the incredible rush of smoking crack cocaine for the first time. The best moment of his life, he said. It didn't matter that he had wrecked his car and was now riding his bike to a job he soon lost. It didn't matter that his daughter was working in a strip club and his son recently got arrested. He was chasing that high, looking for that peak moment that never came again. A recovering alcoholic friend of mine said, The problem drinker thinks if one beer is good, then twelve will be better. How high can I get and for how long? Talk to the problem gambler. Oddly, winning is not the issue. It is the rush, the whole peak experience of chasing the next chance. Will I or won't I win? Either way, the whole experience carries the gambler to the mountaintop. In the spiritual realm, we find phenomenon like speaking in tongues as a way to the peak experience. The tent revival or the emotional born-again experience are attempts to find and remain on the mountaintop. Now, here's something you want to take in and hold on to. When we study peak experiences, we discover that situations that elicit positive responses tend to produce the continuance of positive reactions. Situations that elicit negative or avoidant responses tend to produce continuance of negative reactions. In addition, positive responses build up stronger response patterns than negative ones. Positive responses are more intentional than negative ones. Makes me think of the family driving home from church. Dad was complaining about just everything. The sermon was too long. The hymns were too slow. He didn't like the new color the church had been painted. Finally, his 10-year-old son piped up from the back seat. I thought it was pretty good for the $2 you put in the plate. Our old friend Peter is actually right on target. The best way to have more peak experiences is by putting ourselves into an active, purposeful, positive frame of mind. The opposite mindset, depression, apathy, fatigue, anxiety, often is the outcome of passivity. Negative passivity 
leads to depression. My old priest friend, Father Ray Zarati, used to have a great response to anyone who came to him with a complaint, such as, the youth group is not active enough, or we need to do more in the community. Father Ray would reply, sounds like you're being led to work with our youth, or sounds like you're being called to work with the poor challenging the person to turn negative passivity into positive activity. Isn't this why 12-step groups urge its members at a meeting to take what you can use and leave the rest? Stay positive. Build peak experiences. And yet, I love this story because of what comes after the peak experience on the mountaintop. The next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met them. A man in the crowd called out, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son, for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. We all have to come down off the mountaintop, leave the peak experience behind and face the crowd and the problems of life that may indeed be a challenge. We got to hit the road again, pick up our load and get about the tasks and trials of life. What a bummer. Years ago, I participated in a peak experience on an island on Lake Tamagami in Canada. No electricity, a full immersion in nature. It was a peak experience that included a four-round sweat lodge and a 36-hour vision quest. At the end of the week, Tom Kapasinskis, one of the leaders, counseled us that we had been immersed in the unconscious, and the return to civilization would be challenging. We needed to take care of ourselves. Well, we all chuckled, having no awareness in that moment of what he was talking about. I was fine as we flew back to the mainland and on the bus ride back to the Canadian airport. It was a different story when I flew into O'Hare Airport and began to drive home. It was evening, and I felt assaulted by the freeway lights. The traffic sounds were deafening as cars rushed around me. The billboards were appalling. People in the cars around me appeared grotesque. I turned on the radio and immediately turned it off. The music was disconcerting. How I longed to be back on the island in the quiet and beauty of nature— I understood Peter and his attempt to prolong that mountaintop experience. So when I returned home, it took effort to leave Tamagami behind and re-enter family and work. It really is a spiritual discipline to be able to develop some skill in alternating between the peak experiences and working to build positive responses into daily life, being able to put our nose to the grindstone, 
and get her done. So in healthy ways, cultivate your peak experiences in your meditation or devotional time, in your time off, in your time in nature, in listening to music or participating in some creative endeavor, and then becoming positively acclimated to getting better at your day-to-day challenges. Jesus is frustrated with his disciples because they have yet to grasp what they need to know to deal with the difficult situations in front of them. But this is life, time away on the mountaintop feeding our souls, and then on the road again. <laughs>